Welcome to the Jesus People segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast, a place where each week we're going to hear from different people about what it means to walk with God. We hope that you leave encouraged and equipped and that this builds your faith for what God wants to do in your life. All right, everybody, welcome to week two of the Jesus People segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast. Raise your hand if you loved the first one. Yeah, well, okay, so we do have to make an apology (laughs) because... You guys were really patient and yes. bore with us in our volume issues, so I sounded very not excited to spend time with you. Well, you were just quiet because I set up the mics wrong. So Heather said I fault. sounded like I was far away, like yelling. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, we I had the mic set up wrong. Yeah, <laughs> so they should be good now. We'll yeah, see once we great. get to the recording. Yeah, and like this is real life, people. So, it's so This is so authentic. It's great. Gosh. Um, obviously, we have two two more people. Well, then we have two people instead of just two one. One more. Yeah. So we have Andrew and his beautiful wife Heather, <laughs> some of my best friends and good people. And I was excited to have you both. And we have McAllister's tea, oh, okay. brought to you like, by McAllister's. And we have video, so if you want to see the tea <laughs> and me in my workout clothes, you can. Um, but I am excited to have both of you because I think you guys are more than just one flesh. You really balance each other out. And such a no, and I was gonna say no inappropriate jokes from Andrew because oh. I feel like that happens every time you I, preach, every time, or he sees you on Sunday. I'm like, ah, oh, I thought I think some people love it. I feel a little some like, people oh, do this love, is they love that stuff. It's too much. It's just, anyway, oh my gosh, all I said on Sunday was that we must kiss or something, and everyone could have been worse. That's because it's funny. It's like we're a bunch of junior hires <laughs> inside. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, no one yeah. really grows up. You don't that. grow out of it. Um, anyway, back to junior high. So <laughs> I wanted to talk today about war and worship mm-hmm. and Sabbath. Okay. Right? Yeah. Small Boom. topics. Let's like do it. It'll be so easy. Yeah. Um, but I love, Andrew, that you came out this past weekend and you said, we're going to talk about war and worship. And I just was like, yeah, that is David's life mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. which was great. And that he just spent time in the presence of God and was learning how to do war and how to worship. And I feel like if you guys were words, perhaps Andrew would be war and you Whoa. would be worship. It's, it's true. Didn't even think about it till right yeah. now. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Nice. That's good. I really do think that. Um, but first, I just wanted to talk about. Of course, Heather's the better one. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we no, need war. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We need okay. worship. I know, but worship's a bigger deal. No, I think men need war, to be. War is a right? part of worship. You know what? Let's not make it better. Let's not argue. We need to be together. That's right. And that's why the Lord put you together. Okay. So in real life, though, I wanted to talk a little bit about war and worship, what it means to you. And Heather, kind of like Mm. in the past year, I feel like um, even with when I hear of various people telling me, Heather sent me a song she wrote and just putting it out there that it's pretty amazing. I feel like the Lord's been giving you a lot of like songs in your time with him. And that's how you're doing war. Mm-hmm. on various issues mm-hmm. you want to talk into that yeah um yeah i think it it was awesome because for christmas actually andrew's mom linda gave me a like bit like sign yeah. you know like for your house mm-hmm. and it said worship on it and then the verse that she found was like you are my hiding place you are my refuge and you give me songs of deliverance like you wow. surround me with songs of deliverance <coughs> and i feel like that verse i think it's psalm 32 7 mm-hmm just kind of captures everything that you're saying and what I feel like God was doing in me this past year. Um, and it really feels like heaven was like, if heaven, if there was like a door to heaven that was open yeah. and he was just like, here's some songs yeah. to like surround you and the people that you are with and carrying with songs of deliverance. Mm-hmm. And so they really like it, 
didn't even almost feel that vulnerable for me sharing them because I was like, they're not mine. Yeah. Like they're like, I want these to be used as like weapons to carry us and to lift us up and believe what God says. And he's just giving them to me. And so I feel like I just want to give them away. That's so Um, great. It's good because like whenever I have tried to write a song, I have, I mean, you can use church words like fear of man, but I'm like, this is dumb. Like, I can't let anybody hear this. But I feel like you come out, and I get, like, a chorus, but you come out with a full song. Like, we're she talking does. verses, yeah. choruses, a bridge. <laughs> it's, like, pretty intense. I know. Remember that time she was like, maybe I'll try to learn the piano, and now she writes songs, like, I know, twice a week. Crazy. So that's good. That's for anyone listening who's like, I'd like to be musical. Yeah. You can just ask God. You ask God, and he will give it to you. And mm-hmm. my, one of my best friends, Nancy Furness. Leads yeah. work. Well, she's married. She's been married for a long time. I still call her yeah, that. You do right. still call I'm so sorry, Nance. <laughs> but she leads worship at a church in town. And when she was in seventh grade, she started to ask God mm. for the gift of singing because she couldn't sing. She wow. could play guitar and not sing. And nice. now she sings like an angel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I think it just like is a testimony to how, well, how good God is. Mm-hmm. And also like the limitless, like we limit ourselves mm-hmm. so much. Um, and so I feel like he's just trying to blow our boxes. Yeah. Like, do um, not hold back. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. High five. High five. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. No, but it's true. You, we limit ourselves. We limit ourselves. And you were just hearing. I love what you said, too, that it's like, it's not ours. Like, so many times in, in giftings, you feel held back by, like, well, I don't want to be prideful. Mm. But if it's like, yeah. whoa, he gifts us to be utilized right then mm. why wouldn't you share it right you know? right i feel like that's where creatives sometimes get hung up is that whole ownership issue so yeah it's true and you just get so insecure but it's all for him i feel mm-hmm. like that's all what you talked about mm-hmm. on sunday is like worship is for him like it's mm-hmm. for to remind ourselves of who he is but like we offer our worship to him that's what we get to give him yeah and so expanding the idea of what is that what is worship Totally. It's not just songs. Right. But that um, anything we do can be worship. But, um, yeah, just that attitude behind it. That's great. And so. And what, what you just said, you know, and I think we can say this in church, like anything you do can be worship. Yeah. And that's totally true. Right, right. So, so I'm not, like, dumbing that down. I'm kind of wanting to jump on top of what you were both saying about, you know, Heather, you had these songs. Mm-hmm. And you, like, asked God for them and you wanted to give them away. And I think it's true about whether you want to be a songwriter or you just want to be an encouragement to friends mm-hmm. or whatever. It's it like everything we're saying could be limited to creatives or songs or whatever. But I think we're all there on mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know if like this text message is going to mean anything or mm-hmm. I don't know if I can hear God yeah. for a verse for that person's situation. I don't know what they're going through or I've never had that happen or yeah. any of that sort of stuff. And it makes it all about us and right. how yeah. we hear or don't hear what can God mm-hmm. do or not do with us. And it's like take off the limiter. Right. And just let God do his thing and believe right, yeah. that, you know, we are the body of Christ. Like, of course, yeah. he wants to use himself, which is us, mm-hmm. you know, to do amazing things. Yeah. yeah. And I like that when you take worship out of the box, like because there is a very valid like there are the worshipers and there's the singers and mm-hmm. the songwriters. Right. But then there's the worship for people who have like gifts of administration or mm-hmm. gifts of like mm-hmm. organizing. It's like, wow, that that is worship, too. Yeah. When we're living in a way that it's like I'm doing this for the Lord, I'm like giving my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think what we talked about on Sunday was a, was a real shift for me when we were talking about what was David's heart after, 
Mm. I had like never yeah. really up until this week, I never thought of it in terms of, um, you know, I'd always heard, uh, he's a man after God's heart. Like he, in, in more of a, the timeline sense or whatever that like David was a lot like God, you know, oh, like not, oh, not okay. in that he was a God, but yeah, just yeah. like right. God saw David and uh-huh. thought, man, he's a lot like me. Mm. He has a heart that's similar to mine. Wow, I've never thought really? of that. Really? Okay, so yeah. that's all I've ever Isn't thought of. Isn't it interesting lenses? Yeah. It's like, and yeah, so, no. So that was like a huge thing for me to yeah. even be talking about is being of like, whoa, okay, yeah, okay, great. Maybe that's true and all that kind of stuff. But for this context, yeah, the, the w- worship is what is your heart after? Mm-hmm. Like what's your heart going for and mm-hmm. pursuing and hungry for and desiring? And, yeah. you know, so t- to your point, Karis, like regardless of what the gift is or the skill set is or – like even moving beyond gifting and skill set, what is the need in the moment at a right. given time? Mm-hmm. Whether you're good at it or not, you can provide something. Like whether you have the gift of encouragement or not, like you can mm-hmm. always, and somebody's down, you can encourage them mm-hmm. and let God work through you. Yeah. And that's worship. Like I, I, my desire is that God would be glorified through yeah. whatever it is I'm about to say. You yeah. Know? Right. yeah. So much opportunity. Yeah. I liked Heather how you talked about that verse saying songs of deliverance, um, that he is singing them over us. And it makes me think of, you know, the very familiar Zephaniah 317, mm-hmm. that he is singing a song over us. Yeah. He's rejoicing over us with a song. And sometimes it's like, it's an interesting thought to enter into worship and be like, he's already singing mm. something over us. Mm-hmm. And how do we like sing it back to him? Yeah. You know, like not just sing about right. who he is, but sing back to him the right. reality of what he's going to do right. in a situation. And I was talking yeah. to someone recently about how worship she's in a real hard position and how worship has been the key for her like Mm. listening to worship listening Mm. to Mm -hmm. you know just worship songs and how it's given her faith and I can remember various parts of even the past year you know as we journey with our son through chemo getting God's heart hearing someone else singing about God's faithfulness and God's heart Mm. it was so like yeah it was like just repeating who he was and it built my faith yeah you know so much which is awesome that there'd be songs of deliverance. I know. I think that is cool because that makes me think just about the exchange Mm -hmm. that God offers us all the time. Yeah. That like that, that word to me just makes is like relationship, Mm -hmm. but the exchange of worship even. It's um, like my heaviness for your carrying power. Yes. (laughs) My weakness Uh for your strength, Mm -hmm. like reminding our hearts, reminding our hearts that we don't have to fix it Mm -hmm. is so huge too. One could even call it the give and take. Oh, oh wow. 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 We are really managing wow. to I'm put it all right in. <laughs> give and take for those who maybe don't go to our church is a part we do every Sunday. Um, Andrew, I kind of want to talk about because, okay, so I see Heather like, yeah, worship is war. What does it look like for you when you use worship? Not, I'm, you know, Sunday morning, you guys are both engaging in worship, but what's it look like in your time with the Lord? Mm. Worship, war, all that. Like, how do I, how do I go to war with worship sure. in my life? Mm-hmm. It's a really good question. So something that I have, have now thought about twice today, which I think is applicable to this. So I'm just going to say it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it fits. So this morning, uh, we are, so we're going to be adding an, another segment to the podcast called How to Pray. That's going to be on wait. Tuesdays. Be great. I started uh, putting the first few together this morning. Good. And one of the first ones is going to be talking about how to pray for your spouse. And so I was going through the ways I pray for you in the morning, Mm -hmm. the verses that I pray. Mm -hmm. Oh, is she offended by the verses? Are they like, okay, okay, I didn't know. I didn't know if it was like one of those things. No, it's just funny. One of them, he like prays that I'll be stretched. 
oh shoot it's, like, it's awesome and i'm like i feel that all the time in yeah, the best no, way. No, in the, in the best way i'm like I don't god feel bad is about answering it. your prayers because i no, want to so be this stressed, was an answer that i didn't even realize so this is what i'm oh okay great go if a man could finish on a <laughs> female podcast <laughs> Okay, so I so I'm going through the verse that I pray for her and just like modeling it, you know, for everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody be looking out for the How to Pray podcast. It's going to be awesome. But so what what I pray over you is Isaiah 54, one mm-hmm. through four, mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of weird when I felt like God highlighted that because it's about a barren woman and you're not barren, which is great. But the first verse, the first word of verse one is sing, sing, O barren mm-hmm. one, break yeah. forth into singing, cry mm-hmm. aloud, this whole deal. Wow. And so it was like, okay, yeah, wow. I that was this was I started doing this whatever it was December November so you're kind of getting yeah. into the songwriting yeah and I was like oh cool I, yeah duh pray for her songs and yeah worship and that's all awesome and so this morning while I was recording that podcast and going through it you know I pray for you every morning that uh, you would sing in any place like any place that you feel barren mm-hmm. or what or any place that um, like doesn't have life in it that you'd be able to worship mm-hmm. in in that and all yeah. that which I think is awesome for you yeah. and that you'd have songs like of faith. Right. But I just realized this morning, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's all, that's what you do for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been praying it in faith, you know, that it's mm-hmm. like, yo, whatever the, wherever she's feeling it today, you know, yeah, you yeah. know, just trying to believe that. But mm-hmm. there's, you know, you've benefited from that. So many of the, you've sent yeah. so many people songs that are songs in the middle of barrenness mm-hmm. and that's cool. Yeah. So t- I think it goes into your question. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you go to war with worship? I think, Prayer is so much worship. I mean, you've got to recognize that God is God and Mm -hmm. he is powerful and can do anything. Right. And that motivates faith and prayer more than any, you know, than like, okay, wow, I'm standing before the king. Yeah. And I'm able to Mm -hmm. engage and participate in that. So I think that uh, one one of the ways we go to war with worship is just like paving the way for worship. So I start with worship every morning, you know, and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like half a song Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like an Mm -hmm. hour of just like getting there with God. Mm-hmm. Like I've got to get to the place where the revelation of who God is, is bigger than whatever's uh, whatever else I'm looking at. Yeah. And I think that's the ultimate war of worship is God bigger than anything else in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the whole battle mm-hmm. is getting right. to the point where I'm like, okay, like I know God's good and big and present and all that kind of stuff. But now like my soul has caught up to mm-hmm. the revelation that like today yeah. God's actually bigger. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to someone talk about corporate worship, you know, on a, like, a, like a Sunday morning when we're singing songs that actually what we're doing is we're praying. Like mm-hmm. yeah. you're having group intercession, you know, yeah. which yeah. is a cool thought. We're using yeah. lots of church words. But like when you're singing a worship song, what right. you're doing is as a whole group, you're agreeing together about who God is and what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it just changed my even perspective of like when we're in a room, I feel like lately on a Sunday morning, our worship has felt very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I never want to go in a place and be like, well, this feels powerful. And then this doesn't, cause it's all powerful, <laughs> right. whether or not right. my feelings want right. to come and agree. But I feel like there's something about that corporate agreement, like reminding ourselves yeah. who God is, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. then that equips us with a yeah. faith we needed to war, whatever individual side hustles you have. Yeah. Side <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, I think in my own time with God, the, the line between worship and prayer has been getting erased over the last couple of years more cool. and more. Mm-hmm. And I'm maybe other people do this too, but it's like, okay, spending time with God, you should pray, you yeah. should worship for a little bit. You should read your Bible. I know. And so I can like totally segment those. And I if know. I'm like spending my whole time worshiping, I'm like, shoot, I haven't <laughs> prayed or read my I Bible. Know, right? you know? right. And I did like, so messed up on stuff like that yeah. but just letting those lines get erased and 
flowing with God and getting in there. And it's just, you know, that's why even on the worship nights that we have, we always pray because mm-hmm. how can you not? Right. Yeah. When you're getting a revelation of who God is, how yeah. can you not respond? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. in prayer, how can you not worship? And then his word just is what sense. fuels the yeah. whole thing. And like mm-hmm. so much of our worship, like our worship, one of the reasons worship music is so powerful is, I mean, it's yeah. like, that's how we remember stuff. We remember yeah. songs quicker than we remember verses. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, it's wiring our theology. Totally. You know, the songs we're listening to are wiring our theology on how right. we see and think and feel and right. perceive things. And mm-hmm. so it just, yeah. it all matters. Yeah, I think that's good. I think for, for me too, like I remember reading this book, I guess it was a year ago, and the guy was talking, sharing about his time with God, just mm-hmm. like things that he does in his time with God, which I always think is fascinating. Like yeah, how hearing from people, other people, you know, meet with God and worship him or you know, spend time with him. And so he said that um, he will just go to his spot and he will, you know, for him, he'll like get on his knees and he will just start telling the Lord, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Until he, till, so for him, he said, until I, until I recognize that like the spirit of God is here, mm-hmm. like he, he's, he's already here, mm-hmm. but until like I can recognize that like oh he's with me mm-hmm. like he's right here with me and for him um yeah he's just like trying to awaken himself to the reality that God is there and I think that as you were sharing about like what is bigger my circumstances or God I think for me I haven't been listening to worship music which is kind of ironic but mm-hmm. like I haven't been listening to worship yeah. music in my time with God in the morning because for me what what my biggest thing it hurdle or whatever is that I'm just trying to like really understand that God is with me mm-hmm. and so I just like I'm trying to be more quiet and just like tell the Lord like I love you like you're here I want to hear from you I want to know you like a lot of times I'll just say the name of Jesus over and over again mm-hmm. so I just like I want to I want to still myself so that you know, I can have an awareness yeah. that he's there. And I think that's worship. Yeah. I Fascinating. Last night I was reading Revival Fires. It's a book by Wesley Duwall. If any of you want to. I know, I know, I know. Don't talk about it. Really? Andrew suggested this other book. I know, right? Well, I ordered that, that he one. He wrote the other one. He right? wrote the other one too. Mm. He's a good author, guys. Um, anyway, Revival Fires is about John Wesley and on mm. his deathbed how he basically John Wesley did the Methodist movement. I mean, it's like huge, right? Yeah. But um, came out of a revival. Fascinating how well he lived his life. Not well. That's so terrible. But really, honestly. Anyway, but he ends his life and he just keeps trying to get out this one phrase. And everyone, like his like nieces are leaning in trying to hear. And he just keeps saying, God is with us. God is with us. Mm. And then as he dies, he even says that like the important thing is that God is with us. Mm. And as I was reading last night, I was like, why is that important? Like I'd be like, you're about to go to heaven. Like, don't you have anything else to say? Right. Yeah. But maybe that's it is like the practice of his presence is Mm. worship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's good. So good. So good. Um, I kind of, too, wanted to hear from you guys, like, uh, <laughs> this is terrible to ask, but I'm going to ask you to be vulnerable. When you're in war, when something comes at you, what is your, like, default mode? Like, how do you, what do you do initially, and then how do you mm. get out of it? You mean, like, fight or flight kind of thing? Sure. Or? However you want to define it. Something atta- something comes up, what do you do? Like, something, sorry, I need, I need more specifics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like uh, um, like I feel spiritually <coughs> attacked, or like Andrew and I have conflict, or 
it doesn't. Uh, I'm thinking maybe bigger than just Andrew and you conflict. <laughs> I, I'm thinking like, you know, like life situations that feel like warfare. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which obviously conflict with your spouse mm-hmm. is, but it's like you're right. gonna make like up. something something <laughs> like feeling real heavy. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What's your initial reaction? And how does worship get you either mm-hmm. out of that place or mm-hmm. how does it partner in that place? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should we answer for each other? You should probably answer for you and for me. Oh wow! Probably like know marriage counseling. I'll yeah. help, guys. You probably I'm here know. To, I'm here to help. <laughs> Thank you, Karis. I mean, Thanks for bringing this up. <laughs> Speaking of us fighting. It's great, it's great, it's great. It's great. <laughs> but I know that because you guys are really wired yeah. differently, that's why I'm, like, asking. Yeah, we're all different. I'll, tell you, I'll give my answer that I think <coughs> is the answer, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Totally. Because I'm not always the most self-aware. Yeah. Um, I think I usually get the emotions pretty much turn off. Really? Yep. And it's, like, kind of just, like, go mode. Like, all right, we're going to win. Okay. So... That's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that feels a little bit like the war thing. Right. Like, it's yeah. like, no, I, I think yeah. I, I totally battle, go you to like attack. the war. You're just going to show up. Yeah. 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 And so I worship and all that kind of stuff. But so uh, the day Kate got diagnosed, or mm-hmm. I guess it was kind of like th- that kind of happened in the evening. Mm-hmm. And that next day, when we were kind of getting a grasp on everything, yeah. I remember a group of us met uh, to pray and worship mm-hmm. um, at somebody's house. Just so and cool. Yeah, it was powerful. And it was, I think, you know, it's an interesting room. There's whatever there was, six or seven different people, and everybody's responding differently. So different. You know, like some people are on the mm-hmm. floor weeping, mm-hmm. and I pretty much am just like pacing, like, like a lion, really mad. Yeah, mm-hmm. like really mad at the devil, really mad yeah. at cancer. Yeah. And yeah. but I remember, I remember praying that day, like, okay, God, you told us to pray for the sick. Right. And you well, you know, you told us to heal the sick. Right. So I, I don't know, like my job is to be obedient. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, you're telling me to heal the sick. Mm-hmm. So let them be healed. I don't know how, you know, I don't mm-hmm. get it all, but you just said do it. So do it. And I remember just being like, God, we have to have this one. Mm-hmm. We got to have this one. Mm-hmm. So great. It's not really an option. Yeah. Like just getting really honest, you know, and yeah, it was really interesting to have that come out of a, I, I felt like, you know, it was an interesting moment even for me because I felt like it was a moment of revelation, mm-hmm. you know, of like, okay, by the grace of God, not by my own merit or anything, but like I'm welcomed in to God's presence right now. Right. As a son to talk to my dad, who's the king of kings mm-hmm. and this whole deal, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like, okay, as a, like as a co-heir of this kingdom, this one's, we got to have this one. That's good. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like super emotional, you know, it was just like, mm-hmm. all right, it's time to fight. Whatever the road looks like, however long it takes, we're mm-hmm. going to be there. Mm-hmm. And y'all were, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel like that is that's such a gift in that moment to not have to fight through emotions and wrestle it out. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we were talking about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I forget what we talked about, but yeah. we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to be aware of how people respond because, you yeah. know, that could seem very offensive to someone who is sobbing right. that right. you're like, okay. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. like, they're like, what, don't you care? Right. Yeah. Don't you care that my brother died? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But John 11, um, yeah. but just thinking like through, through giving grace and relationships to look differently mm-hmm. in war and worship, like when situations yeah. come that feels That's like good. warfare, how do we give space to people mm-hmm. to process they need like how they need to right. and trust that the Holy Spirit's at work? Because I can actually remember the day we started chemo, you said, I said something about, well, that's discouraging. 
like which is such an understatement right but andrew goes you're not supposed to be discouraged joshua 1 9 and i like it like didn't offend me although now I i'm like that? yeah wow I know, and things, it didn't offend you no it didn't <laughs> wow. but like i feel I'm like offended. maybe that's like hashtag things not to say but in that moment there was like it, it was, was like anointed. yeah you're right i'm not supposed to be discouraged that i'm looking at 36 weeks of chemo and whatever else it was it was yeah. just like um, but I think that's the same principle of like just giving grace to people to process mm. so differently. And mm. how do we not be offended when people yeah. are warring mm. and worshiping yeah. right. differently? I think it's a very yeah. war moment. I mean, if you think about war, it's like, I'm scared. It's like, sorry, I know. you don't have time to be You scared. would have been like a fighter pilot, you know? Like I, would <laughs> I would not. I, I, would would have, have, I, I will be a medic. <laughs> like rides in a safe ambulance. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay, Heather, what um, happens to you when stuff comes? Yeah. Um... I mean, I, th- I, so if we're using this example, so I, so I feel like I, I cry, mm-hmm. I do, I yep. cry on the ground mm-hmm. and I weep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I do, I get on the ground and usually I will blare worship music mm-hmm. at first and mm-hmm. I will just like release and, and get out. And I don't feel like it's crying without a purpose. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very purposeful mm-hmm. that I am just like lamenting mm-hmm. it feels like before the lord yeah. which is a biblical thing you know yeah i am like overcome with feeling it you're just feeling i'm it. just feeling it um and then once i can release that and then i usually like physically stand up yeah and just start worshiping the lord and even to your example like that day with Cade, it was like two days after um i think the day he was going to have his surgery that that's when the Lord gave me my first song. Wow. And it was because I was in our, like we call it the garden. It's the office, but the children <laughs> call it the garden, of course. Wow. Um, and so we're in, I'm in the office and I had just put them down for naps and I'm just um, walking around the garden praying. Yeah. Um, and there's no worship on, but I'm just praying, you know, and calling out to God and asking him for these things. And then out of me just comes this song yeah. and the whole court is like the whole thing talks about like demons are going to shudder mm-hmm. at the sound of your name mm. and like this is who you are you're the healer yeah um you're our fighter you're our redeemer um and i feel like in that moment that was the way that i could go from utter sadness and all of those things into a place not that my emotions necessarily changed although it could but I got to a place of like I just need to be in your presence right and I think that's the key what I'm hearing from both of you is like anything we do in war we need to like do it under the covering of his presence like you don't have to when war comes you don't leave and try to figure it out and then like kind of like spend pockets of time Mm -hmm. where you're engaged in the presence of God but Mm -hmm. it's like like Mm -hmm. lamenting before him Mm -hmm. is okay Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like that's where Psalms like David's heart is so seen is doing everything before the presence of God, even things that people felt like weren't supposed to be done mm-hmm. in front of him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Just feeling like permission. It's awesome. It's yeah. really great. Yeah. And like, uh, isn't it, I think Jimmy Seibert talks about how we're made for war and worship. We're made for love and war. Mm-hmm. Like our hearts love this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why like every victory story is so great. Cause we're like made, yeah. so good. we're made to experience the victory that comes mm-hmm. and and it makes life so much more beautiful you know even yeah. for the things people are at war at yeah. um i feel like i've been talking to some people with situations where things feel really long lasting like mm-hmm. the war's just been a really long time and you mm-hmm. kind of just want to go to sleep in it 
What would you like, like when things are long lasting and you're still worshiping, like how do you get refreshed? You know, like what, mm. what does that look like maybe for you guys and mm. issues? Is this, are these too hard of questions? Should I scale back? <coughs> no, no, we're ready. Questions. I think it's Go great. For it. mm. I think one is just keep, continue on worshiping, right. you know, like, but continue on worshiping. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think where we get really worn out is feeling like we, uh, it's like, I, that your worship has to look a certain way or yeah. feel a certain way yeah. in the midst of the long bit of the right. whole deal. And I think part of the blessing of when things are long is it wears out the stuff that's not real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you've been worshiping so long thinking that one part of your worship was what made it worship, mm-hmm. but then that runs out mm-hmm. your energy or your mm-hmm. smile mm-hmm. or your emotion or your will or whatever. And it runs out. And you realize there's still that, like you said at the beginning, worship is about God mm-hmm. and he doesn't run out. Right. And so there's always fuel for worship. There's always fuel for worship and the yeah. fuel of worship is revelation. Yeah. And so you run into the, e- you run to the end of your will. The you fuel run to the end for of your worship hope. is revelation. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Amen. So you run to the end of your will, the end of your emotions, the yeah. end of your ability, and you run up to the end of your revelation in you just have to have more revelation. Right. Which is why Paul says in Ephesians, I pray that the eyes of your heart yeah. may be enlightened. Mm-hmm. Like that we would have eyes that would be able to see. Yeah. I was listening to Jonathan David Helser talking about songwriting. And he was like, don't worry if you feel like you're behind. You're never behind because for like eternity, we're going to be singing songs about these new revelations mm-hmm. of who yeah. God is. Right. And it's just yeah. fitting in so perfectly. It's like, because yeah. right. I remember feeling that way in the long haul. It was just a year. Some people go through things for 30 years, you know, and I'm like grace to that situation. But in that, like, and when I would get to the end of myself, it was always very scary to be like, I have really, I have plumbed the depths, Lord, and you're going to have to do something. (laughs) But he always did. And there was always something, there's Mm -hmm. something about him that compels our hearts to come alive again, you know? Yeah. yeah, needing to get that. Yeah, the second thing I'd say is re- so revelation in like the church, like if you try to do it alone, right? You're in big, yeah. big trouble, right? So yeah. talking about that prayer that Paul prays, that our heart, the heights of our heart would be enlightened. Yeah, he says that you would uh, know the love of God that's beyond understanding together with all the saints. Right, it's mm-hmm. good. And yeah. it's like there's a revelation that Heather carries that I don't have. That, like mm-hmm. we yeah. need to pull revelation from each other. It's mm-hmm. not just go get alone with God, but right. yes, go yeah. get alone with God. Right. But go get alone with God and get your heart right where all <laughs> yeah. the places you've gotten bitter. I just remember like the past year, like you just get offended by a billion things. And mm. I'm like, wow, I'm constantly having to pull mm. up the weeds of offense in my heart and yeah. forgive yeah. people for things they didn't even yeah. do yeah. or mean to do, right. you know? And yeah. I just want to encourage people that getting revelation from the body of Christ is, is getting revelation from Jesus. Mm-hmm. If, you re- if we really are the yeah. body of Christ, then we should have zero shame in leaning on each other. When we need revelation, when we need encouragement, when I need somebody else to worship for me, when I can't worship, what's, what is, what is the weakness in that? If I really actually believe we are the body of, like, we are the flesh and bone of Jesus in this moment is I need somebody else to give me a revelation Mm -hmm. I don't have and lean on it and let it offend me or let it Mm -hmm. fall flat. I'm not saying it's going to be this emotional uplift, but Mm -hmm. we've got to, we've got to do it together. Which is hard. I feel like and a lot of moments of pain you don't want to press in mm. like there would be these yeah. moments where i would have this thought of like oh i don't want people to see me in my pain mm-hmm. i'm like wow that's such a shameful mm-hmm. thought and like yeah. pain is meant to be carried by other people like no one's going to know it like yeah. whatever situation you're going through it's not right. their thing but to feel on your right and left people carrying a burden is mm-hmm. good yeah yeah what do you think babe 
when it's been a long time. Yeah. Gosh. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Uh, I mean, I really feel like I would just, like, echo what you were saying of, like, I think that the verse that comes to my mind is um, Psalm 42, where he's talking about deep calls to deep yeah. at the roar of your waterfalls. All Such a mysterious and verse. breakers have washed over me, and you're like, what does that mean? Right. I um, still don't know. But it's really beautiful. <laughs> jury's out. Um, <laughs> jury's yeah. Out. Jury's out. Interpret it as you will. But to me, that I like, I think that there is a depth and there is like different barriers that we come up against, like different ends of ourselves Mm -hmm. that the Lord is like calling us deeper. And it's actually really interesting in the ocean, the depth, I've looked this up before, but um, in the deep, like the deepest, deepest, deepest part of the ocean that they hardly explored, Mm -hmm. like they would have thought that it would be nothing but it's actually teeming with the most life Weird. that you could ever see. Like, it is super fascinating. So that's just on Wikipedia. You can, like, look it up yourself. But Wikipedia is for sure Wikipedia, a verified it's, it's, source, it's, it's too. It's but fact, that one was real. Right? That is but real. that was real. But it, it just, like, when I heard that the first time, it was, it was crazy because there's so much fear yeah. that comes up against those places of long-suffering, those mm-hmm. places of I'm tired, mm-hmm. those places of I'm weary. Um, and to like say to that soul, no, but there's more depth than God and mm-hmm. more life, like deep, mm-hmm. like that feels almost impossible. Yeah. Um, but it just to echo your point, like I think you do get more raw and you get more raw and your, um, your understanding of worship expands yeah. actually because it means you just laying on the floor maybe saying the name of Jesus or you know whatever um or really leaning into other people that yeah. is like for me that was the first thing that came to my mind is that picture of Moses and Aaron and the other guy what's his name mm, Joshua no no when when Moses yeah, the when hands. Moses was um like over standing over and the battle's happening below him and he's so tired and the Lord's like as long as you stand there with your arms raised there's victory mm-hmm. and he's so tired that two guys come Aaron and somebody else sorry if you don't get if you don't get remembered <laughs> but okay. um but they come and they like hold his arms up yeah so that he can do it for the people mm-hmm. and I think that that is such an awesome picture of us of like what it means for other people to come around us to worship for us so that we can have victory yeah. and so that other people can experience victory um and i think that's amazing yeah i think like you know we've talked about like so we've talked about big warfare things but really all of life can feel a little bit daunting mm-hmm. do you know that feel and i'm like an upbeat person but it's like hard when i get to those empty places of like wow, this just feels like a long journey of, like, obstacles sometimes. And it's, like, a terrible way to put it. But I feel like that's where worship becomes such a daily act of, like, giving life, giving the long haul of life sustenance, you know? Yeah. And the ability to, like, just power through life with a different perspective than everyone else. Right. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, because, I mean, like we talked about on Sunday, I think, war and worship are part of it but there's also like a war over our worship yeah i think that's what you know that's kind of <coughs> what totally. you're saying like there's constantly distraction mm-hmm. and things trying to make itself mm-hmm. bigger than god in our life and mm-hmm. 
think that's why it feels like war all the time because it is war all the time. Right. You know, that you look at those first four commandments and it's like, wow, I'm trying to keep myself focused on the Lord for real day in and day out really can be a war because there's just so many things mm-hmm. that come up, like good or bad or whatever. It's just it's easy yeah. to get focused on other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, with that, um, I was thinking about, like, you know, how you mentioned at the very end, which was, like, painful for me because it was the end of your message. You talked about Sabbath, and I was like, wait, I feel like I want to hear more. <laughs> but And I, like, saw your post today, um, which would be Friday of the week before this comes out, but just that you were talking about Sabbath and and what that looks like in life, and I feel like that's, like, a it, – it's, like, such a key to the worship in the middle of the war is being able to Sabbath in your heart. And that's mm. such like a religious word. So can, can you give us like mm. what you mean by Sabbath, what it looks like? Mm. Yeah. What you think, what you think of when you think of yeah. Sabbath. Yeah. That's great. I'm going to awkwardly interrupt this. We're at 36 minutes. Do you want to do another episode or do you want to continue this? Uh, yeah, we'll do another episode. Ooh. All right. Leave that's them in great. suspense. No, that's great. Close 36 it out, minutes. Close it out. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about Sabbath obviously next time. All right. It'll be really great. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad you guys came on. I'm glad we talked about war and warfare and worship. That wasn't even Holy Spirit, you know. So just everybody just need to get alone with God. I think my <laughs> takeaways from what we talked about are that when we are doing war and we're staying in a place of worship, we're in the presence of God. We keep our heart clean toward other people mm-hmm. so that we're worshiping corporately with other people. And we're plugged into the bigger picture, like the Colossians 3. I'm fixing my mind on things above, mm-hmm. not on the things that are seen. Which is like where faith gets gets real. It's when yeah. life gets yeah. real, which is awesome. So thanks, guys. Thanks okay. for being thank on. Thank you, Karis. Um, I'm gonna pray for everybody real fast about. Yep. So Lord, I just I thank you that you you are in this, Father. That the mm-hmm. things we're reading about in the Old Testament can seem so like obvious and like of course they sent out the worshippers first, but that was really new to them, and mm-hmm. that that's really your heart is that we would be people who know how to worship and how to lift you up. And so I ask for every person who's hearing, you know their situations, God. You know, whether it's like a, a big obvious thing they can name or if it's just life weariness, I just ask for new ability and capacity to worship and to discover who you are in those hard places. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. So come back next week, y'all. Woo. Thanks so much for listening with us today. If you would like any further information or resources, you can visit AntiochIndy.com or find us on Instagram at AntiochIndy.